Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Pastor David Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor David teaches through God's Word. usual, I want to give you three observations from this text today. This time, each one of them begins with the letter A. We're going to consider first Paul's audience. And then we're going to consider second, his approach to that audience. And then finally, number three, Paul's admonition to this audience and to us. Today, Pastor Robert is going to teach you about Paul and Barnabas's journey into Antioch. Paul gives a speech to the people of the city who know nothing about him, yet he is still effective in turning people to Christ. Today, you will learn about how you can be just as effective when bringing others to Jesus. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of Acts, chapter 13, with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. We've been systematically working our way through the book of Acts, so we're going to continue that today. We're in chapter 13. And we find the Apostle Paul at the beginning of his very first missionary journey. Paul, Barnabas, and and Mark, John Mark, had sailed from Syria. If you remember, Antioch in Syria. And they had sailed more than 100 miles over to Salamis, a port city on the island of Cyprus. And then they traveled from that end of Cyprus to the other end of Cyprus, from Salamis to Paphos, to another port, and, and now they're ready to sail on again from there. And, and Acts chapter 13, verse 13 says, now when Paul and his party set sail from Paphos, they came to Perga in Pamphylia. And John, remember, John Mark we're talking, departing from them, returned to Jerusalem. Now, we're not told why it was that Mark decided to leave and go back to Jerusalem. But apparently Paul viewed it negatively because in chapter 15, we're going to see that Paul wants nothing to do with Mark. And, you know, Barnabas was Mark's uncle. And he said, you know, I want Mark to join us and, you know, come back and be, and Paul was like, no way. And they ended up going in separate directions. And, and Paul took Silas and Barnabas took John Mark and and they went on two separate missionary journeys. Now, that was all patched up and reconciled later, and we'll talk about that when we get to it in chapter 15. But verse 14 here of Acts chapter 13 tells us, when they departed from Perga, they came to Antioch in Pisidia. Now, remember, there were a whole bunch of different Antiochs because this guy, you know, he was naming all these cities after his dad. 
Antiochus. So Antioch this, Antioch that, Antioch here, Antioch there. There were like six or seven major metropolitan areas that he named Antioch. So Antioch and Pisidia, and they went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and sat down, and after the reading of the law and the prophets, the rulers of the synagogue sent to them saying, men and brethren, if you have any word of exhortation for the people, speak up, say on. Then Paul stood up and motioning with his hand, probably, you know, it's like, okay, okay, everybody calm down. He said, men of Israel and you who fear God, now, that wasn't like an implication that the men of Israel didn't fear God. It was a reference to the Gentiles who were also there in the outer courts. They were not allowed up front. They were, you know, kind of in the back. But non-Jewish proselytes, non-Jewish converts to Judaism. Men of Israel and you who fear God, listen. The God of this people, Israel, chose our fathers and exalted the people when they dwelt as strangers in the land of Egypt. And with an uplifted arm, he brought them out of it. Now, for a time of about 40 years, he put up with their ways in the wilderness. And when he had destroyed seven nations in the land of Canaan, he distributed their land to them by allotment. After that, he gave them judges for about 450 years until Samuel the prophet, and afterward they asked for a king. So God gave them Saul, the son of Kish, a man of the tribe of Benjamin, for 40 years. And when he had removed him, he raised up for them David as king, to whom also he gave testimony and said, I have found David, the son of Jesse, a man after my own heart, who will do all my will. Man, we could talk about that for half an hour, right? A man who will do all my will. From this man's seed, according to the promise, God raised up for Israel a Savior, Jesus. After John had first preached, before his coming, the baptism of repentance to all the people of Israel. And as John was finishing his course, he said, Who do you think I am? I am not he. But behold, there comes one after me, the sandals of whose feet I'm not worthy to loose. Men and brethren, sons of the family of Abraham, and those among you who fear God, to you the word of this salvation has been sent. For those who dwell in Jerusalem and their rulers, because they did not know him, and the idea is recognize him. They didn't, they didn't recognize Jesus, nor even the voices of the prophets which are read every Sabbath, have fulfilled them in condemning him. And though they found no cause for death in him, they asked Pilate that he should be put to death. Now, when they had fulfilled all that was written concerning him, they took him down from the tree and laid him in a tomb. But God raised him from the dead. He was seen for many days by those who came up with him from Galilee to Jerusalem, who are his witnesses to the people. And we declare to you glad tidings, that promise which was made to the fathers. God has fulfilled this for us, their children, in that he has raised up Jesus. As it is also written in the second Psalm, you are my son, today I have begotten you. And that he raised him from the dead no more to return to corruption. In other words, never to die again. 
he has spoken thus, I will give you the sure mercies of David. Therefore also he says in another psalm, you will not allow your Holy One to see corruption. For David, after he had served his own generation by the will of God, fell asleep, was buried with his fathers, and saw corruption. In other words, his body decayed. But he whom God raised up saw no corruption. Therefore, let it be known to you, brethren, that through this man is preached to you the forgiveness of sins. And by him, everyone who believes is justified from all things from which you could not be justified by the law of Moses. Beware, therefore, lest what has been spoken in the prophets come upon you. Behold, you despisers, marvel and perish, for I work a work in your days, a work which you will by no means believe, though one were to declare it to you. So when the Jews went out of the synagogue, the Gentiles begged that these words might be preached to them the next Sabbath. Now when the congregation had broken up, many of the Jews and devout proselytes followed Paul and Barnabas, who speaking to them persuaded them to continue in the grace of God. Okay, so we're going to stop right there. We're going to pause. And as usual, I want to give you three observations from this text today. This time, each one of them begins with the letter A. We're going to consider first Paul's audience. And then we're going to consider second, his approach to that audience. And then finally, number three, Paul's admonition to this audience and to us. His audience for this first sermon in Pisidian Antioch was made up, as we saw, of Jews and of non-Jewish, God-fearing converts to Judaism. This was happening in the region of Galatia. So later on, when Paul wrote the book of Galatians to this same general audience, it was made up of people from Antioch and Pisidia, as well as probably the cities of Iconium and Lystra and Derbe. We're so glad you tuned in today for Pastor Robert's message in the book of Acts. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again or learn more about Main Thing Radio, visit our website at mainthingradio.com. Before our time with you is through for the day, we'd like to take a moment and ask you to consider partnering with us here at Main Thing Radio. Would you commit to praying for us each time you tune in? As we continue to produce programs to spread the good news of the gospel, we know the enemy won't be happy. We'd appreciate your prayers for protection and guidance in all we do. Would you also pray for your fellow listeners too, that each one would allow Jesus to speak truth into their heart? We have one more way you can support us in what we're doing here at Main Thing Radio, and David's here with the details. We all know it's vitally important to support the local church, a place we call home. But it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is. We need your support to continue to share God's Word over the airwaves. Please 
prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. For more information, visit MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. Thanks, David. And thank you for joining us today. Tune in next time for another look at the Book of Acts right here on Main Thing Radio.